Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Let's take a look at what investors will be paying attention to this morning. China is on the top of their list. Top of the list for many reasons. Let me give you the lowdown first. You've got Shanghai targeting a turning point in its lockdown by Wednesday. And it has also put together a bit of a business restart plan. So that's number one. We also have today a bit of a data dump coming through. And that includes on the top of that list, its first quarter GDP numbers. And also Chinese US listed stocks will also be in focus because DD Global has come out over the weekend to say it is setting up a meeting next month for shareholders to decide whether it should delist from the New York Stock Exchange. And also, you've got the Boao Forum playing out this week. And this is a bit of a WEF type of forum where you have business leaders from uh, a huge part of it from China coming together to talk shop and decide what policies and business plans will be coming forth in the year ahead. Yeah, we just want to point out that Shanghai easing out of lockdown is based on people familiar with the matter and a copy of a report seen by news outlet Reuters. And the reason I bring that up is you have this narrative in China. I mean, that in line with all the other business leaders that are meeting, right? This incredible amount of pressure. So there's a need to show that, hey, we got this. You know, we're okay. We're China. Yeah, it's a bit of a balancing act because you've got so many narratives like you pointed out playing out on social media. People, a lot of them protesting or complaining about Mm. conditions, about the shortage of food, the struggles to just get supplies. So that's playing out in public on many social media platforms. At the same time, they need to be seen as being in control because a lot of businesses, companies are also complaining about how they are just struggling to get by with the current restrictions because if you have no workers coming to work, it means no production. If you have no supplies coming to your factories, it means no production. And this is going to be a big problem for the economy. So what we have here is, according to a uh, report seen by Reuters, Mm -hmm. so they are targeting Wednesday as the turnaround point for Shanghai, which has actually gone past the initial four to nine days, which was outlined much earlier um, because the cases have not gone away. But it seems like it has come to a point where they have decided, you know, it has become manageable enough for them despite cases being still high. They need to make that decision for the economy to come back online in some form. So they have apparently set Wednesday as that turning point. And this is the backdrop of how you have new cases of over 23,000 still in Shanghai over the weekend. That, according to the Shanghai Health Commission, though, is starting to decline in the past two days. So it's just showing that maybe they have started to reassess how things are just putting the brakes on a lot of parts of life in Shanghai. Yeah, Ryan, we're also uh, getting a data dump out of China. What can we expect? Okay, so here's what we are looking at at the top of the list. You have the first quarter GDP numbers that's out this morning at around 10 a.m. Consensus forecast is for 4.2% growth year on year. So that will be better than the fourth quarter numbers of 4%. But if you look at the momentum, just drilling into the sequential numbers, we are looking at a slowdown of 
0.7% based on those consensus forecasts from 1.6% in the fourth quarter. And no surprise, if you look at the headlines around Shanghai, around Shenzhen, around China, all being dented by the headwinds coming through from the COVID-19 lockdowns. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Okay, back home, we are set to welcome a special guest. Uh, New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern will be visiting Singapore and Japan as well. Mm. They are trying to sort of rebuild their COVID-19 hit economy. Yes, I think a lot of places around the world trying to figure out what to do next. And I think it's quite interesting to see a New Zealand's Prime Minister coming through this part of the region to just talk shop and we have also in that trip her Minister for Trade and Export Growth Damon O'Connor and also other 13 business leaders so look out for some business plans to possibly be worked on yeah that should be quite exciting on Wednesday we got the Boao Forum tell us a little bit more about this this is supposed to be similar to what we see in Davos yes so it's quite similar in the form of how you get a lot of business leaders coming together from Shanghai in Hainan. So it's one of the big events in China where you have so many policymakers and business leaders coming together. So what's on the table this time around is the discussion of pilot programs for Chinese free trade zones based on the CPTPP, uh, which of course is the Comprehensive Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. Um, This is something they've been trying to push forward to. They've been waiting to be part of this group as well, alongside Taiwan, worth noting. Mm -hmm. So this is something I think they are trying to get by and make progress on as we see them trying to get their economy back on track as well as what's happening with COVID-19. G20 also in action on Wednesday. Yeah, this will be worth watching because of the politics. So you have a meeting of the finance ministers and central bank governors in Washington and with that backdrop of Ukraine, just playing out, continuing to play out Russia is a G20 member so it's very contentious here if they will actually attend and the members themselves are quite divided on whether they should be allowed to attend so something that will be worth watching as we see this year's host continue to grapple with all these challenges the host this year of course Indonesia uh, okay, let's move on to Thursday. It's, it's kind of a China-centric week because Thursday involves Hong Kong. And if those reports that have been seen by Reuters are accurate, then Wednesday we have Shanghai easing restrictions. Thursday, Hong Kong also releasing some social distancing restrictions. Yeah, good news for those in um, Hong Kong. They will see some restrictions being eased finally after four months of strict measures. So look out for things like public gatherings of up to four people finding mm-hmm. a Allowed. Eateries, eateries will be permitted to resume evening dining service. Okay. So gyms, theme parks, religious venues will also be allowed to reopen. So quite a lot of excitement for Hong Kongers. Gosh, that's crazy. Uh, let's uh, wrap it up with a couple of things. On Friday, we've got some Japan inflation data. That's going to be for the month of March. We're closely monitoring the yen's decline to a 20-year low at 126 against the dollar. Uh, this is on April 13th. So we'll see how that goes on Friday. Today, or this week rather, we're well thick into earnings season in the United States. Just a quick overview of what to expect. Yeah, it's another round of earnings coming through and I think the ones worth watching will be the banks again. You've got Bank of America tonight and also the likes of Netflix. They'll be out tomorrow so they'll be talking about um, their number of subscribers they've added and 
they've seen a bit of a slowdown recently with all the competition, so that's worth watching out for. Mm. And also, what worth watching out for is Johnson & Johnson. So right. they are a bit of a bellwether for the healthcare industry. So amidst all the pandemic headwinds and also the increased foreign exchange pressure that's been playing out, that will be one of the big issues that we um challenging healthcare and pharmaceutical companies uh, as they report their results. And also on the local front, some names will be worth watching. Tomorrow, Capital DC REIT. On Thursday, Capital Corporation. So a lot of numbers to crunch this week. Yeah, uh, and today, our finance minister and new leader of the 4G team for the PAP, Lawrence Wong, is speaking. That's right. He is speaking at the Macro Week 2022, organized by the Peterson Institute for International Economics in Washington. So he's speaking. So it is actually quite interesting to see what he's going to say you know, after taking on that new title. I bet there'll be a bit of swagger. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.